Welcome back to Access Bodybuilding with me, Aaron Sigerman, and my co-host, IFBB Bikini Pro, Christina Voynich. Christina, what's in the news for this week? Rob Bailey and the Hustle Standard. The Dan Hill incident finalized. Junior USA's numbers are in. Jubaka joins Muscle Mag. Victor getting huge. New York Pro Drama Plus an in-depth interview with figure champ Candace Keene. All this week on... Access bodybuilding. Ooh. <laughs> I had to throw one in. I haven't done one of those in a while. It's about time. That was a surprise, too. It's even better when it's a surprise. Yeah. Welcome and you're welcome. Um show, eh? Big show. Big there's, show? there's a lot of there's a lot of little items we got going on here. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll start right off the bat with Rob Bailey and the Hustle Standard. I'm sure everybody out there now is familiar with DLB, Dana Lynn Bailey and her husband Rob Bailey. I know you've had her on uh you've had both of them or just her on your on your show, right? She's co-hosted Correct. before on Muscle Girls. Yes, 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 she's co-hosted before. I have interviewed them together. Um I don't know, I would say like 3 or 4 times probably. Maybe more than that, I don't know, over the years. And um they continue to surprise me in the fact that uh, they're both very creative. Actually, I would say, I, I would actually go so far to say that Rob Bailey is very creative. Dana is just a good athlete and uh, she continues to get better and, and has quite a following um, from women's physique and just like girls that seem to look up to her. What do you think the appeal is for girls? She has more followers and more like, uh, you know, people on Facebook and, and uh, Twitter and all this than just about anybody. What do you think the appeal is? I think the biggest thing, and I've I've been told that I am like the how Di- how Dana and I look at each other, like she's the jacked up version of me, and I'm the hot bikini body of her. Uh-huh. Um, and we've kind of both exchanged stories about this. I think it's because she has kind of an attainable look. Um, she doesn't have the big fake boobs. She doesn't have all the extensions and all the Botox and surgery and any of that. So I think the normal girl can look at her, and while the normal girl knows I may not be able to get that ripped and shredded, they can look to her and say oh that's something that's attainable I believe in her she's not something underneath that she's not trying to portray on the outside if that makes sense she just looks attainable and she's so personable online and she's always been putting up these videos and at the expos I think that's a big thing she's just she's not a bitch she doesn't act like a bitch she is so nice to everybody and I think the biggest thing going back to it is she has an attainable look that people can kind of relate to so I agree with all those things you said but I think the key to me what makes uh, Dana Lynn Bailey different than a lot of the other girls? Because, like, for example, like, you're popular. People like you. You're all of those things that you, ju- that you just said. And yet, I mean, not, not trying to put you down or anything, but Dana Lynn Bailey probably has, I don't know, 20 times, 20 multitudes of the people that follow her follow, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think it's 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 the team that she has with her That's husband. That right? is okay. Yeah, you got I, it. I've I've only had that team for like you know uh, a year and a half. Sure. I've only been part of a, a formal team here with Michael. So the two of them together, I mean, he helps push her. And when you have that big of a support system behind you, like you you can't not succeed. You know what I mean? And and I think that what it comes down to is that. The difference between uh, Rob and just about anybody else out there is Rob is a very talented guy. I mean, um, he is somebody who has been able to take his creativity and uh, basically funnel it all towards, you know, making Dana more of a bigger name in the industry. And now it's he's this is kind of going down also to to himself. You know, now that people are knowing him for his video work um, for the T-shirt company, you know, the all these uh that you hear the, the like the hustle standard when I hear what is it hustle kill flow or something that's like one of his deals and he came up with these little things like the what's the name of the t-shirt company 
It's a Flagnor Fail. Flagnor Fail. So that's another, you know, that's actually like a quote from uh, Thomas Jefferson or something like that. But uh, he he comes up with these original things and he's used it to make her more popular. And in, in now, in, in the meantime, he's made himself pretty popular. In this new uh, project, the Hustle Standard is his new band. Ah. Uh, yeah. And uh, they're, now he's making his own original music that he is putting behind all of Dana's videos, and he's actually uh, came out with an album, and they're selling it on iTunes, and uh, believe it or not, it's very good. Very interesting. It's one of those things that, you know, Dana's been in the spotlight for so long, it's cool to see that now the behind-the-scenes guy that has been her support system all along is getting, you know, the credit that is due him. Not that he deserved it any earlier or later or anything, but it's just cool to see that, you know, because, like, you usually don't see the you know uh the the pusher behind you know the the good man behind the good woman you don't usually see that but um it's this is really cool i hadn't heard of this until um a couple of days ago i saw it on someone's facebook about them having an album which calling it the hustle standard also helps because good name. it's a good yeah, name because people who already understand hustle they they already relate that to dana and rob i mean this is just i think going to be bigger than he can you know anticipate to the, the truth is that it's a good name and that you know People would usually, when you hear, like, you know, when Jay Cutler came out with his thing, and, you know, obviously this is a totally different uh, deal, but I just, I, I wouldn't have expected it to be so good. So, with that in mind, I'm going to play a short clip. Um, it might not be everybody's cup of tea because they like a kind of hardcore music, but I got to say, even for people that probably don't like it, can appreciate that it's got a little bit of a, you know, he's got a flow and it's got a kind of good beat. So, uh, here's uh, Rob Bailey and the Hustle Standard.
Now, Aaron, I gotta say that I don't usually listen to like hardcore music. I have you know a few different gym uh, playlists that I'll listen to, but that's something I think a lot of people would want to listen to in the gym. And that's like whenever you hear that behind a lot of Dana's videos, I think that's gonna trigger something in someone's mind if they know that they can download that music. They can kind of visualize and put themselves in a workout and they could probably listen into it, you know, in the middle of the gym. I think that's a great idea. And he's good. I think the way he's going to market it is going to hit not just, you know, mainstream everyday people who like to listen to that type of music, but also the entire fitness industry, too, which is, which is big enough. I, I agree. I think that, uh, that it even has some mainstream appeal. And uh, I think, like, like you said, I mean, it's it's not uh, I mean I, I don't know like it, I like that kind of music it, popular these days what's popular is this kind of electronic music and yeah. you know uh, I, I think it was good I mean I'm, I was very surprised at how good it was so I uh, like it I'll be interested to hear other people's reaction but I was impressed I have to agree with you alright our next story is the Dan Hill incident finalized and uh, I thought that it was finalized last show honestly um, I thought we were done with it but I received a bunch of emails and people on the board saying that I was like the last show was like a cop out. Like um, we said, you know, I said that that I thought it was over and really didn't need to keep going into it any further. Like trying to prove that Dan Hill really did punch Nikki Jackson in the face at FIBO. I felt like it was already proved. You know what I mean? But um, sure. and, and you did too. I thought we both kind of agreed on the last show, right? Yeah, I thought there was no reason to keep you know harping on everybody else's accounts when it's like okay. He, this is what happened. This is their response. What's done is done. Right. I thought so. I thought that was it. Yeah. You know, um, but I received enough uh, emails from people and uh, some people wrote on one of the boards and stuff saying, you know, that that I, me and you or you were you were actually distancing yourself from the, the thing. But yes. you were like being like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to talk about, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I did. I did read that. Exactly. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? OK. OK. So fine. I, I'm not going to come out. I don't want people to think. That uh, that I'm just making shit up or trying to sense, make a story more sensational or whatever. So I decided after reading that last night, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start putting. I will keep going until people are satisfied because I have a lot of stuff, a lot more proof that I didn't use. Because in, a, in an article, you know, I have I had a, like for example on this, I said to myself, I don't want it to be more than a thousand words because when you're writing an article, a thousand words in in our bodybuilding community, people don't really have the intention span to read you know more than two or three pages, you know. Well, especially if they're pulling it up on their iPhone, right. they're pulling it up on their. I mean, especially. I mean, me having my journalism background, that's any more than that. People just kind of start tuning out, or they look at it at first, and they're like, "Hell no, I ain't reading all that." Sure, and, and then it also points to the fact that how much do you, you know, when it, what is the onus on the um, how much. Does the person writing the article need to prove? Do I need to show? Do, is, should the article be like me proving a case to a to sure. an attorney or a judge? You know, I don't I don't think that's really the point. So, but that that put that aside, I don't want people to be like, oh, this this guy is you know full of shit. So I started putting it out last night, and the first thing I put out was a uh, a screenshot of an email that uh, Nikki Jackson wrote to Pierre Lamely of uh, of Body Extreme, which is a German website um, about the article, and she said, Pierre. This is my first quick statement for everything. Please add this to your article. Because he was writing, he did write an article about this. I don't know if this was an article or not, but she writes, for you, for you who do not know me yet, I am quite popular for having many, many fans for being a dominatrix. For you guys can probably imagine how many punches and spanks Daniel has to take every night in the bedroom. We have a very sexy, we have a very healthy sex life, and I would most likely describe it as violent love. What you all might find strange is normal to us. 
And that was that was her email back to uh, Pierre asking to explain the incident. Um, so basically, she, she makes she makes it sound like him punching her in the face at FIBA was part of like uh, you know what, their love making. Yeah, which which I would be okay with had someone walked in on them having sex in the bedroom, but this was in the middle of a expo, right? Exactly, exactly. It sounds that sounds a little crazy. You know what I mean? Like maybe they do have some violent sex, but uh, and maybe that to be honest with you, Christina, maybe that's why she was able to get over this so uh, so fast and is now defending Dan, you know? If she is uh, used to taking punches to the face or punching Dan in the face in the bedroom, maybe this is, uh, this uh, you know, she's <laughs> like, oh, well, you know, he punches me in the face normally, so no big deal, right? I mean, I got a, Michael and I have a pretty crazy sex life, but my goodness, I wouldn't let anybody punch me in the face like that. Especially, I guess, what, what kills me is that it, it was in public. You know, like, again, if it was... In a different situation, maybe in some twisted way, I could understand that, but not when you're fighting and fighting and fighting, and then someone hits you. The truth of the matter is that this is this is what the crux of the whole problem to me, and this is what made her so suspicious. And one of the reasons that I, honestly that I wrote the article is because she was very difficult to communicate with. You know, I sent we, me and her went back and forth with emails over and over. And the gist of the emails, even though she was writing me these long emails, was that she didn't have time to talk to me. That uh, that that I was this was not important to her, and that she had other things that were that were needed to be done. Uh, you know, uh, she had to do some kind of some acting. She had birthday plans. She had other stuff, and I felt like if this, she knew what was going on. I'm writing an article about what the incident that happened with her and Dan, which was potentially damaging to Dan's career, and, and, and it has been because he was just released from his biggest contract, at MultiPower, which is a German company. Uh, that Gunther Schoenklapp also uh, is a uh, athlete for, and from what I understand, he was making pretty good money with these people. They've they've gotten rid of him, basically cut him completely, and said they want nothing to do with him. So this is something that you know she knew that this was coming. Instead, she says, you know, that uh, I don't have time to talk to you about it, and that was kind of what one of the things that made me keep going because I explained to her, I said, you know, hey, you know, just tell me what's going on so that I can at least put you you and Dan's side of the story in this whole thing and you know what she could have told me that it was a sex thing back then and you know what i don't know if i would have if i would have went back and forth with her enough you know maybe i wouldn't even written the article true true it just it just she she going back and forth avoiding the whole subject matter makes it look weird so like her replying to pierre putting that out to pierre you know I don't know. It's it's a weird deal. And well, it it, it kind of just seems like a last ditch effort of yeah. an excuse of like, exactly. oh, I got to just say something, and now the story's done. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It, it, this is a last last ditch effort. Now, another email I got was from this guy Jake, um, and Jake went back and forth with me over and over and over. We went in in, in a lot of detail, and he wouldn't speak to me on the phone. So I didn't uh, I didn't want to include all this into the article because I couldn't speak to him on the phone for whatever reason. Uh, and he writes me, my name is Jake, and I'm Nikki's ex-husband. I can confirm 100% that Dan Hill beat her up in Germany. She called and texted me and told me the details. He has done this several times before. If you need any proof that I'm her ex-husband, I can show you whatever you need. And we went back and forth and back and forth by email. And once I wrote the article, I was like, you know what? There's no, there's no point in continuing talking to him because the article is done, you know? Right. Uh, but this guy, this guy um, you know, like I said, I, I have not got him on the phone to prove it or else he would have been uh, part of this whole story probably because um, he doesn't want to um, I guess come out and ruin Nikki he would like to ruin Dan but he doesn't really want to ruin Nikki and that was the what we got down to at the end is that he couldn't believe that Nikki was um, was still defending Dan 
that he thought at some point she was going to change her mind and then he would come on the radio and talk about all the other incidents and problems that she's had in the past with Dan. But that's just one other thing, right? Did he show you proof that it was he was her ex-husband? He, he showed me light proof. I need, I wanted more than pictures and stuff. I wanted like uh, some kind of something more substantial. Like a, like a marriage certificate yeah, or I needed, yeah. divorce papers or something. Yeah, so that's one of the reasons, you know, I got a lot. That's why I got a lot of stuff like this um, beforehand to other people that I talked to. You know, we got a guy named, that I'll talk about in a second who uh, who I talked to on Facebook that said he saw the incident occur. He is not unrelated to the whole thing. But when it came down to putting it on radio or whatever, he wouldn't do it. He said he wasn't, uh, you know, he was, I guess, concerned about losing his job with the nutritional company uh, at the booth next to them because he didn't want, uh, he didn't know if it would be okay with his company that he works for. Uh, coming on the radio and talking about the incident. So it's like, you know, I ran into a lot of stuff like that. Well, people are also worried about their own image. They see how much this could have potentially damaged both of their images, both Dan and Nikki. And the last thing anybody else wants to do is ruin their own. All right, let's talk about Facebook for a minute. Facebook, as everybody knows, is a way that I've gotten a lot of information for a lot of articles, and this one is no different. Um, one of the things with Facebook is you, you take these. I take these screenshots, and I try to use them. But in an article, you know, they take up a lot of room, so I don't want to do many, many screenshots. But I do have this screenshot that I put on RX Muscle, where Nikki wrote, um, right, wrote, wrote. I got it right as it happened. Right as she wrote it, she said, "There's been a lot of stress here in Germany. I want to let my fans know I won't be attending FIBO this weekend. This is after the first few days of FIBO. I'm trying to get packed and back to Vegas as soon as possible so I can pick up the broken pieces and push forward with my life." What doesn't kill you definitely makes you stronger. Okay? Uh, yeah, I do remember you talking about this. Yes. Okay. Now, this is another one that I took of that same um, convert, that same post, but many posts later. Okay? Um, in other words, like, you know, that one that I just read off to you. This is the exact same one, but this is hours and hours later after you have a dozen people posting on it. And it looks like some of her friends are saying that they're sorry that what happened to her, you know, uh, I hope for your safe return. I hope you're doing okay, et cetera, et cetera. And then somebody says, Nikki, this is one at the bottom. He says, Nikki, I've seen what happened Sunday at FIBO. This guy is the biggest loser in the world. There is no excuse for what he has done to you. I hope you are feeling better and that you'll quickly forget that terrible day. So that's a, that was the uh, the last post yep. on the thing, you know, and uh, and it continues from there, you know, and eventually she deleted all this. If you go look now, it's all gone. Right. Uh, you can also see that um, you can't see it anymore, but I have screenshots of when she went from engaged to single, and now she has no relationship status on there. Interesting. So I mean, this is a lot of you know. <laughs> put it to you this way: if nothing happened there, and this is all bullshit, I'm just making it up. Then boy, there's a, there's a lot of uh, you know <laughs> circumstantial evidence that sure. uh, that says otherwise. Sure. Unfortunately, what I would love to have, what would have been great, is to have a video of it actually happening or a picture of the aftermath. But if you if I wait for something like that for every single article, then most things I won't be able to write. Well, exactly. That, I mean, that's, what are you going to do? <laughs> exactly. So uh, you know that it w- that is a uh, very limiting, and that and I guess that's why it's a gossip column, not a uh, uh, you know some kind of legal entity that I use to prosecute people because that's sure. not the, that's not the case. Well, no, that's not what you're doing. All right. So is that enough? Can we finally close the Dan Hill? <laughs> I was I was ready last week, but I am ready this week. Yes. So <laughs> you, now we're both ready to officially back <laughs> away from the Dan Hill incident. I'm done. I'm done. All right, moving on. We will not discuss the Daniel incident again. The I am done. Junior USA's numbers are in. Uh, I will be in junior U- at Junior USA's in Charleston, uh, South Carolina. I was kept saying North Carolina, but it is. I believe it is South Carolina. Am I right? 
South Carolina, yes. Okay, good. Charleston. Charleston. And this will be my first time at Junior USA's. Unfortunately, I will be missing the New York Pro. Um, and it's going to be a whole hell of a lot of work because it's just me and Darielle going. Um, but on the other hand, it will be a very big show. I'm sure Trey Bennett will put on an awesome one. This is my first time ever there. There are 443 confirmed competitors. That is the unofficial total for right now. Nice. And that is a lot. That is definitely a, as as usual, as per expected. This uh, there are more this year than any other year as it continues to move up and up and up. Uh, although the final count will not be until Friday night. Right now, there are 42 women entered in the me- the women's physique. There are 20 fitness girls, 58 male bodybuilders, 102 in bikini is a lot, huh, Christina? That's a lot of girls. <laughs> that is a lot of girls. And uh, this is how it breaks down as far as the pro cards go. Um, the overall fitness winner gets a pro card. Um, and there will be two classes for that. The high class will be a short class and a tall class. Uh, the top three... In the figure, the overall figure, when uh, win a pro card, the bikini comparison. Uh, there are six classes in that, and each winner gets a a pro card. Excuse me, excuse me. Let me re- rephrase that. Top three in each of the height classes, I believe, gets a pro card. I'm reading it now. Top three in the overall figure and the bikini comparison earn IFBB pro cards six right. classes. Right. So, so, of, so of the six, the top three of okay. those six. And last year for bikini, at least it was the top two of those six. So I think that's the ah, difference. Okay. So that means top three of the six. Yes. So, so three there, uh, one in fitness, uh, both class winners of the men's physique and women's physique earn pro cards. So that's four there. So what's that? Is that it? Is that there's less than 10? That doesn't sound right. I don't know. That might be about right. Well, there's a lot, and I'll be interviewing all of them. I can tell you that. <laughs> so it's gonna be it's gonna be a very busy weekend, and uh, I'm excited to go out there. I know Charleston is a pretty a pretty city. Hopefully, I get a chance to see it a little bit. Hopefully, too. It, it's a, such a great show. I did it uh, last year. It's hard to believe it's been a year already, but uh, it's a good show. Trey Bennett runs a great show for sure. Yeah, a hell of a nice guy too. Yeah. Um, let's do a quick commercial break, and uh, we'll be right back in one second. Okay, Christina. Got it. Fusion Bodybuilding makes bodybuilding strongest supplements, and they're committed to giving back to you. Fusion Bodybuilding not only want to promote the bodybuilding lifestyle, but they also want to help build the sport. Bodybuilding is all they do. It's their obsession. You know the feeling. That's why you're here. Visit Fusion Bodybuilding at FusionBodybuilding.com or join in on the conversation on the Fusion Bodybuilding fan page on Facebook, where you'll find IMPB Pro Q&As, contest giveaways, and nothing but in-depth bodybuilding talk. Fusion Bodybuilding, Bodybuilding's strongest supplements. Head over to FusionBodybuilding.com today. Myotropics Physique Nutrition is the most exciting supplement company to come along in decades. That's because Myotropics isn't just another company. It's the brainchild of iconic metabolic expert, Dr. Scott Connolly, the inventor of the original body recomposition product that changed the industry and allowed millions of people to get in the best shape of their life. And CEO Vince Andrich, author of the groundbreaking Physique Athlete Guide. Myotropics flagship product, Physique 2.0, contains their exclusive Meta Effects Amino CD protein compound that maximizes maximizes whole body protein economy, your personal linchpin for gaining and retaining the most muscle while also shedding maximum body fat. Plus, Physique 2.0 contains the world's first legitimate fat-burning carbohydrate, Meta Effects FAO-CHO, for full hard muscle and increased fat burn. If 
you live to develop the ultimate physique, go with Myotropics. Real people that live to develop physique nutrition. Go to Myotropics.com. It's your body. It's your art. Master it. Myotropics.com. Iron Mag Labs is the leading supplement company offering the most hardcore pro-anabolic supplements on the market. Visit IronMagLabs.com and check out our top-selling pro-anabolics. Methadrol Extreme, Super DMZ RX, Sinistain RX, and E-Control RX with 6OXO. Iron Mag Labs makes supplements that actually work. No hype, no BS, just real results. There's a reason you keep hearing about Iron Mag Labs. Come see what you're missing. Visit IronMagLabs.com for the most hardcore bodybuilding supplements. So are you from Australia, paying far too much for supplements with the inflating weigh-in amino prices? Why not check out the all-new RX Muscle Australia for the latest Australian and worldwide content and coverage. While you're there, check out Bulk Nutrient Supplement Store, the official supplement store for RX Muscle Australia. You can visit Bulk Nutrients at bulknutrients.com.au, your one-stop shop. And also check out the all-new rxmuscle.com.au. RX Muscle Australia, the truth in Australia and bodybuilding. Are you looking for some of the most groundbreaking, highest quality nutritional supplements on the market? Then look no further than BioFlex Nutrition. 100% Australian owned and direct from the manufacturer. You'll get some of the most pure and affordable supplements offered today. Better yet, with no proprietary blends or fillers and by including only the best ingredients, we proudly bring to the market Australia's purest range of supplements. Find us online at BioFlexNutrition.com Bioflex Nutrition, Australia's purest supplements. That's Bioflex ready to go. Paying inflated prices for products which are full of hype and fillers? At Bulk Nutrients, you get the purest products available direct from our factory. There are no middlemen, contractors, distributors, or shop fronts. Bulk Nutrients stocks protein, carbs, aminos, pre-workout recovery, encapsulated products, fat burners, test boosters, and so much more. Bulk Nutrients is 100% Australian-owned and operated and will give you higher quality and better prices guaranteed. So visit bulknutrients.com.au. It's your one-stop shop. RxMuscle.com. Now you have a place to turn when you want the truth on bodybuilding, diet, and exercise, up-to-the-minute news, and more. Visit the RxMuscle.com forums featuring celebrity Q and As with IFBB professional athletes, top amateurs, and the brightest minds in the industry. Listen to our weekly radio shows, including Heavy Muscle Radio, Muscle Girls Inc., After Hours, and more. Contest coverage, videos, even our own social networking site, Rx Muscle Place. Visit RxMuscle.com. Welcome back to Access Bodybuilding. Christina, we will start off with a story about me. My favorite kinds of stories. Oh, <laughs> yay. <laughs> Jubaka, Jubaka joins Muscle Mag. And um, I'll just sum up real quickly. Uh, I have uh, been, been in touch with uh, Bill Geiger, who uh, is running Muscle Mag now, uh, since uh, Bob Kennedy passed away. And he's kind of been in charge over there for a little while. Anyway, um, Peter McGuff got signed with MD. Uh, everybody knows Peter McGuff is the uh, former editor-in-chief of Flex Magazine. And he was writing the Muscle Buzz column, which is uh, actually about, I think it's in between four and six pages in the back of Muscle Mag every uh, every month. And uh, when he left to go to MD, it left a, uh, I guess, kind of a spot open over there. 
And um, I'd always read Peter's stuff, and Peter's an extremely talented guy, and you know, I'm a big fan of him personally. Anyway, so I talked to Bill over there, and they were interested. And um, obviously, when you talk about writing industry news and gossip, you know, um, I, I hope that at least that my name is uh, one of the very first on the list. And <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah, and and it was. So uh, he called me. We worked things out, and as of right now, I am uh, writing that column, and I'm a contributing. A writer at uh, Muscle Mag. Very when exciting. will we uh, get to read your first article? Well, uh, my first thing is due June 10th. Now, okay. um, the magazine business, uh, you know, I know it's different, obviously, than writing a column on the, on the internet or whatever, but um, there, it is it is a little more challenging than than I thought. Not actually the writing or the, or the collecting of the information. That's the easy stuff. It's different because magazines come out at a different time. So, like, I'm writing this by June 10th, but this will actually be the August issue um, which will sure. be out, yeah. Which will be out really right before the Olympia. So the stuff that I'm writing June 10th will be like the almost the Olympia preview issue. Okay, um, nice. Well, which is different because you know you have to try to gear your gossip and news stories to something that is in the future, and then the next month will be the one after the Olympia. So I'll have to pretend that kind of like like I kind of avoid the Olympia subject altogether. Sure. Because <laughs> obviously the the people who will be reading it will know what happened at the Olympia, but I won't when I'm writing it. Sure, sure. Makes sense. Yeah. So it's a little different because the internet is live instant gratification, right. not so much the magazines. Right. It'll be it'll be a little bit of a challenge, but you know, um, I, I'm certainly up for it, and this is right up my alley, and it's definitely a good thing to uh, to be involved with the magazine, and you know, I guess you get a little more clout and stuff like that, and and uh, I'm hoping to do a really good job. You're moving on up, Aaron. You're well, you're with the big boys now, I think. I like to think so. I like to think so. So, uh, and on to the next. That's a good one. Um, the next <laughs> one. No, we go on to the next. You're right. That was a bl- that was a blurb of a story. When I got something better to report, I'll, I'll hopefully hopefully I'll have a good. I'll get some interesting new uh, stories for Muscle Mag that we can bring on yeah, here for sure. Um, okay, Victor getting huge. This is a good. Uh, this is an interesting story. Uh, Steve Weinberger was on Pro Bodybuilding Weekly last night, uh, on Monday night, and um, he said that Victor has been back in his gym training at a powerhouse uh, in Seasset, New York, and he has already gained 35 pounds. Nice. Um, that is unbelievable. I mean, I I, I, I... I believe it, though. I totally 100% believe it. Yeah, well, he's eating again. He's taking his supplements again, you know. When, you, when you've cleaned out 100% like that, it's like starting all over. It's like it's like you're, you know, 18 again, and you're, and you're getting ready to jump on for the first time, you know? I mean, you take a break that long, I mean, your receptors are clean, you're ready to go. I, I, I can imagine he's... Definitely back in action. I can't. I can't wait to see him again. I'm sure we will. Uh, I'm going to miss him at the New York Pro. Are you guys going? Are you and Michael going? A little no, we are no. not going to the New York Pro. Well, I'm sure we'll see him eventually. If not, uh, hopefully before the Olympia, because I have a feeling we're going to see him on stage at the Olympia. If he's gained 35 pounds back already, it's definitely got to be in his plans to uh, to be competing on stage in well, Vegas. Yeah, hopefully. I definitely hope so. Um, next story: New York uh, Pro drama. And it's really not. I, you know, I'm making it more uh, dramatized, dramatizing it more by saying it like that. But people are wondering: um, the Kevin English, the 212 or 202 champ, is on the list in the Open. Okay, and uh, he's been telling me. He's told me many times uh, over the last few months, including in Australia. Person, we were talking face to face. He says, "I am absolutely doing the Open." Um, now. On the other hand, every time I talk to Jose Raymond, he tells me that Kevin is lying and that he's doing the uh, 212. That there's no way he's going to do the Open. <laughs> but as of right now, he is on the list uh, yes. for the uh, Open. Now, on the other hand, I watched a preview video on the other site in which they were saying that 
Kevin is not doing the open, that he is doing the 212. So we've been going back and forth, and I've been trying to find out all day. And so for, as of right now, he's on the list to do to, in the open, which is uh, very is. interesting. Yes, that's very interesting. You know, Yeah, there are uh, 12 guys in the open, and some names that I think will be, uh, I, I don't know, I think it'll make it an interesting show. Sean Allen making a pro debut. Mm-hmm. Kevin English, of course. I'm just making a, a few in there. Of course, Johnny Jackson, Steve Kuklo, Jeff yeah. Long is back. Yeah, of course. So yeah. we'll see how it happens there. And then, of course, Cedric McMillan and Juan Merle. There's a few others, but like John De La Rosa and um, some other guys. But uh, a couple to Vaughn, name there. Vaughn Internet uh, won a 202 show last year. He's on the open list uh, this year, a, a New York police officer. Um, so it'll be, it should be very interesting. I'm wondering, though, like if you are Kevin English's advisor, right? This mm-hmm. is a very competitive open lineup. This is not like he's jumping into. You remember, like Flex Lewis qualified last year uh, yep. at the Grand Prix, the British Grand Prix, right? Um, yep. But that that lineup was not. I mean, they had some good guys, but it was not stacked like this one is. Do you think it's a good idea for Kevin English to come in as the two hundred two reigning champion to come in with an open lineup that's this good, where you got you know, arguably there's five or six guys on this list that should beat him. Now, first question: Are there two pro guard, pro card or true two qualification spots at the New York Pro? I believe yes, there are. Then I would say it's worth a shot. I would say it's worth a shot. Um, however, looking at the two twelve lineup, you have Jose Raymond, you have Guy Cisternino, and I don't know; I, those are pretty much the only two names that really stand out, right? So if that's the case, I think he's he probably would have been better off if he was looking for that qualification. Well, I don't know if he really needs it, but doesn't um, need it. Doesn't need it right? he, he doesn't. He doesn't need it. So I guess if he, since he doesn't need it, if you needed the qualification, I would say yeah, head to two twelve. But if you don't, might as well try to get a paycheck at the uh, in the open. Yeah, it seems. But the thing about it is, is like first place at the two twelve, he's going to win more money than than he will be winning at the open unless he unless he wins or gets you know I think second place will be would be he'd have to basically he'd have to beat most everybody on this list he'd have to beat you know Cedric McMillan Steve Kuklo Juan Morrell I mean these guys are going to be very tough for him to beat yeah. yeah unless he's you know really come in conditioned you know he may not be as big as these guys but if he's more conditioned that they may you know let give me him ask a look you then. let me ask you this though if he's able to come in in last year's Olympia he weighed 199 Mm-hmm. And that was he was in good condition for sure. How much bigger can he be in one year in that same condition or in better condition? You know, yeah, thirty I, pounds. I don't think so. Well, no. I mean, even anything more than probably fifteen pounds, he's not going to be as conditioned. Right. But it depends on how everybody else looks at the same time. You know, I think it'll be good for him if he wants to make a name for himself as not just a two twelve guy, not just a a little guy. If he wants to make a name for himself as one of the best guys in the world against the top guys then i see why not well we will see what happens my guess is that he will end up doing the 212 i think that that he will switch over last minute because i think that he is he's going to end up weighing probably 212 so it's going to be like you know what am i doing at 212 competing against open guys doesn't make sense necessarily true true um jose raymond definitely thinks so so we'll see what happens uh men's physique i think the favorite here once again three times in a row i believe uh, we're going to see mark flex anthony Possibly, uh, in my opinion, take this and uh, be a three in a row guy. Definitely agree with you there. Um, let's talk about women's figure. I think that this one also. I'm picking uh, Candice Keene, who we'll be interviewing in just a few minutes. Yes, uh, twenty nine figure girls. 29. By the way, unbelievable, right? 
I mean, there's Ava Cowan, Heather Dees, Candace Keen, Candace John. I mean, these are the the top of the top girls are all doing this show. And, and there Monica are, Specking from last week, who won yes. uh, Shreveport, looked very, very good. The best she's ever looked. Sorry, definitely. I had to add that one in there. Yeah, those were we were uh, previewed it on Muscle Girls. And then 20 bikini girls, including, you know, Abby Burroughs, Jamie Beer, Diana Graham, um, India Paulino, these girls that have been winning and placing. So definitely a big show, for right. sure. And then uh, I want to just speak for one minute before we go. Women's Physique. This is the, um, I've been looking forward to, and we've interviewed her before, Juliana Malacarne from Brazil. And I happen to have seen some progress pictures of her today that she sent. It's going to be very interesting to see where they go with her. Um, I would, if it were up to me, this is this is what the physique of women's physique would look like. Um, she looks awesome, but she's still even at 120 pounds. She's extremely, extremely round, like, mm, ridiculously okay. round. So like uh, like Phil Heath, uh, but women's physique. Okay. So um, it will be interesting to see where they go with her. You know, um, but. Uh, she should be top three. Maybe maybe win. I don't know. I'll have to send you the pictures. You can tell me what you think. Yeah, we've got Dana Lynn Bailey that's yeah. doing it. I think they're hope she's hoping, you know, they want a little bit harder look or maybe she'll come in a little softer. We've got Michelle Blank. There's Melissa D. Bernardo. I'm just naming off the names yep. of the girls been placing roughly in the top five. Marlena Echohawk, uh, Marina Lopez, Jillian Reville, uh, Jennifer Smythe. I mean twenty nine also women's physique competitors. Huge women's physique show. So, um, so I think far, right? I think this is gonna give, you know, a lot of girls a time to shine because it's such a big show. Yeah, it'll be very interesting. It's gonna be a very competitive show. I know the favorite going in basically from what people are saying is Jillian Ravel. Yep. Um, so it'll be interesting to see like Jillian, if you look at Jillian and you take a look at Juliana Malacarney, they look very different. Uh yep. Jillian is like a harder figure pro. Uh, I mean, our harder figure girl, period. Um, so she looks like basically like a figure girl, but harder. Yes. Uh, whereas I would say that Juliana Malacarney still looks more almost uh, uh, body bodybuilderish, feminine okay. bodybuilderish. But uh, so it would be very interesting to see what happens here. And uh, I know me and you both will be watching that closely. Absolutely. All right. And uh, our last thing on our list is our interview with. Uh, figure champion Candace Keenan and I did a different kind of you know she's been interviewed plenty of times by me by you by Dave by everybody so I decided to um, go a little more in depth with her and talk about everything from uh, relationships uh, to uh, her goals in the future and everything else and she was a good sport as usual and uh, I think you will find uh, out a lot about Candace Keenan you probably don't know great good all right, there we go. Christina, thank you very much as usual contact Christina at C-R-I-S-T-N-A at rxmuscle.com Follow you at what? You can follow me at Christina Voynich, all one word, or Muscle Girls Inc. at yep. Twitter. Aaron Jubaka at rxmuscle.com, at sign Aaron Singerman. I hope you guys like the show, and that is it for this week. Wait just one minute. Candace Keen will be on. Peace out. Fusion Bodybuilding makes bodybuilding's strongest supplements, and they're committed to giving back to you. Fusion Bodybuilding not only want to promote the bodybuilding lifestyle, but they also want to help build the sport. Bodybuilding is all they do. It's their obsession. You know the feeling. That's why you're here. Visit Fusion Bodybuilding at FusionBodybuilding.com or join in on the conversation on the Fusion Bodybuilding fan page on Facebook, where you'll find IFBB Pro Q&As, contest giveaways, and nothing but in-depth bodybuilding talk. Fusion Bodybuilding, bodybuilding's strongest supplements. Head over to FusionBodybuilding.com today. 
Myotropics Physique Nutrition is the most exciting supplement company to come along in decades. That's because Myotropics isn't just another company. It's the brainchild of iconic metabolic expert, Dr. Scott Connolly, the inventor of the original body recomposition product that changed the industry and allowed millions of people to get in the best shape of their life. And CEO Vince Andrich, author of the groundbreaking Physique Athlete Guide. Myotropics flagship product, Physique 2.0, contains their exclusive Meta Effects Amino CD protein compound that maximizes whole body protein economy. Your personal linchpin for gaining and retaining the most muscle while also shedding maximum body fat. Plus, Physique 2.0 contains the world's first legitimate fat-burning carbohydrate, Meta Effects FAO-CHO, for full hard muscle and increased fat burn. If you live to develop the ultimate physique, go with Myotropics, real people that live to develop physique nutrition. Go to Myotropics.com. It's your body. It's your art. Master it. Myotropics.com. Iron Mag Labs is the leading supplement company offering the most hardcore pro-anabolic supplements on the market. Visit IronMagLabs.com and check out our top-selling pro-anabolics. Methadrol Extreme, Super DMZ RX, Sinistain RX, and E-Control RX with 6OXO. Iron Mag Labs makes supplements that actually work. No hype, no BS, just real results. There's a reason you keep hearing about Iron Mag Labs. Come see what you're missing. Visit IronMagLabs.com for the most hardcore bodybuilding supplements. So are you from Australia, paying far too much for supplements with the inflating weigh-in amino prices? Why not check out the all-new RX Muscle Australia for the latest Australian and worldwide content and coverage. While you're there, check out Bulk Nutrient Supplement Store, the official supplement store for RX Muscle Australia. You can visit Bulk Nutrients at bulknutrients.com.au, your one-stop shop. And also check out the all-new rxmuscle.com.au. RX Muscle Australia, the truth in Australia bodybuilding. Are you looking for some of the most groundbreaking, highest quality nutritional supplements on the market? Then look no further than BioFlex Nutrition. 100% Australian owned and direct from the manufacturer. You'll get some of the most pure and affordable supplements offered today. Better yet, with no proprietary blends or fillers and by including only the best ingredients, we proudly bring to the market Australia's purest range of supplements. Find us online at BioFlexNutrition.com Bioflex Nutrition, Australia's purest supplements. That's Bioflex ready to go. Paying inflated prices for products which are full of hype and fillers. At Bulk Nutrients, you get the purest products available direct from our factory. There are no middlemen, contractors, distributors, or shop fronts. Bulk Nutrients stocks protein, carbs, aminos, pre-workout recovery, encapsulated products, fat burners, test boosters, and so much more. Bulk Nutrients is 100% Australian-owned and operated and will give you higher quality and better prices guaranteed. So visit bulknutrients.com.au. It's your one-stop shop. RxMuscle.com. Now you have a place to turn when you want the truth on bodybuilding, diet, and exercise, up-to-the-minute news, and more. Visit the RxMuscle.com forums featuring celebrity Q&As with IFBB professional athletes, top amateurs, and the brightest minds in the industry. Listen to our weekly radio shows including Heavy Muscle Radio, Muscle Girls Inc., After Hours, and more. Contest coverage, videos, even our own social networking site, RxMuscleplace. Visit RxMuscle.com. All right, I have on the line with me for the interview of the week, IFBB Pro figure competitor, Candice Keen. Candice, welcome back to Access Bodybuilding. 
Hi, Aaron. How are you? I'm doing very well. It is 11 o'clock on a Monday night, and you are just leaving the gym. That's dedication. That is dedication. Um, I, I love late night workouts anyway. So yeah, you're you stay up late. You're like me. You're up till four in the morning. Well, not that late, but I am a night owl. I can't night out. <laughs> um, you're still in school. Um, for the semester, the semester ended right after Europa. So right now, no. So why don't tell tell us a little bit about school? You've been in school since I've known you. So for what about three or four years? You've been doing the school thing plus competing. How does that uh, how does that affect you? Do a lot of shows of all the figure girls out there, the top ones at least. You do more shows than anybody. How does that affect uh, the school thing and life in general? Being so busy. Um, I think I'm just stupid because when I started my first show prep, that's when I went back to school. So each semester. I've just been balancing, you know, taking full load classes and competing. It's just like going hand in hand. It's just kind of second nature. So I'm just used to it, the structure and everything. Do you think that if so. you, um, when you finish school, because you don't have that much left, right? What do you got? Like, a little less than a year, right? Um, 2013. So, so a year. About a year, yeah. So when yeah. you finish school, obviously you'll still be competing at that point. Do you think you'll feel like... Uh, <laughs> like you're, you got nothing to do because you've been so busy for the last four years. No, I'll, I'll find something to do. <laughs> you'll pick. You'll find another hobby. Yeah, um, I'll figure it out. <laughs> what? Uh, what did you? What are you going to end up graduating with? I know you went originally for uh, what you went for marketing, right, or business originally, right? Yeah, so it's going to be a bachelor's in business, and then I'm doing um, minors in entrepreneurship and marketing. All right. Well, let's let's talk about um, pro cakes for a minute. Um, okay. We're going to get to all the contest stuff, but I wanted to talk a little about pro cakes. This is um, for anybody that doesn't know. This is Candace's. I guess this is your main business, really, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. T- I call it Jim Crack. <laughs> Jim Crack. Um, and yeah. and it is because anybody who's tasted pro cakes knows that uh, they they taste good enough so that people probably question you about what's in them and if they're really uh, if they're really okay to eat when you're dieting, right? Yeah, uh, my my trainer Jamie, he actually puts them on his clients' diets up until like three weeks out of a show. So. Uh, the biggest problem you have with pro cakes isn't selling them or making them or getting people to like them. It's it's actually um, packaging them up and shipping them out, right? Right, because they're perishable and they weigh they're like point four pounds. I weighed it one time, uh-huh. so just to ship it. It's kind of expensive because um, you'd have to, like, overnight it, and, mm. you know, so it's kind of expensive. So that's my biggest issue. So once I get that figured out, then I'll be shipping them everywhere. Are you uh, are you kind of trying to work on that? I mean, can you freeze them? I know they need to be refrigerated. So I was thinking, could you freeze them? I get these things. I don't know. I, they're not a sponsor of the site, but I, I, um, I get these things muscle egg. And muscle egg is like um, egg whites that are flavored with uh, chocolate, like a cocoa. I've had that. Yeah, they're Those very so good. good. They're very good. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you know, uh, we have a lot of uh, companies that sponsor RX, and and uh, not this is the only company that I know of that does this chocolate egg whites. And I've actually tried to get them to come, come on with RX, and maybe one day they will. But these things are really good. But they're a lot, a lot like um, your your um, product in a way that. They need to be, you know, shipped quick. Obviously, if it takes a, a, you know, too long for the egg whites to come, then they'll go bad, and then you know, the, right. the, that would uh, obviously not work. So no matter how good they taste originally, if they if it takes three or four days to get to you, you probably have a problem. 
Right. They freeze it though. What they do is they like freeze it so when it gets to you, a lot of times it's uh it's like they're still hard and they have to sit out in the refrigerator or sit out. Um, have you ever tried that with the with the uh, pro cakes? They do freeze well, but the thing is that they thaw out pretty quick. I mean, fairly quick. Mm-hmm. They don't last for they don't stay frozen for you know days at a time. So, but the thing with pro cakes though, yeah. Um, so when you freeze them and they're halfway frozen, you can eat it like that, and it's like eating an ice cream sandwich. And it's really delicious. So even if they're frozen, they're gonna. It's gonna. They need to be there in a day, or, or they're or they're gonna could be ruined potentially. Well, I haven't really um, experimented with that. I was actually thinking about sending some to my brother and experimenting with the shipping process because mm-hmm. he's out in Arizona. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I know you can ship them to me. That's for sure. I'm in, I, I'm down the You're road. Like an hour. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. Yeah. An hour away. I mean, that'll be interesting to see. Maybe you could. You know. With all the e-commerce stuff, well, you know, obviously I've been checking. We do a lot of website stuff with RX Muscle and some of the other companies I work with. You, know, you can get a website, a really nice website designed for not that much money, and you could start potentially start shipping them at least through in Florida and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to do. Actually, um, come two thousand, the end of two thousand twelve and two thousand thirteen, I'm gonna make the cakes blow up and. Yeah, that's my, that's my plan. Once school's over, basically. Yeah, pretty much. All right, let's talk about competing. You, um, like okay. I said, you do a lot of shows. What is the motivation sure. to do all, all these shows? I mean, I know you like to win, and you certainly have been winning a lot lately. But um, a lot of the other girls, I don't, I notice, don't do as many shows as you. I'm sure you notice that as well. What's the, uh, what is the impetus behind this? Why do so many? I just like, to, I like the challenge, and I like to just like uh be better than my last show and I just I don't know I just like the challenge mm-hmm. but um I just wanted to do the Europa after the Arnold just cause you know it's in my backyard and you know have all my friends and family here see it and stuff but also I like the structure I think that's the Okay, so you didn't you didn't win the, the Arnold you got third place uh the Olympia uh-huh. last year what'd you get you got fourth or fifth fourth, fourth okay yes, fourth other than those two shows, when is the last time you did it? You did another show other than those two, and the uh, and the Shrew Classic, obviously, because that's the same. Those are the same girls, basically. You got third at the Shrew Classic. Other than those shows, what is the last show you didn't win? That I didn't win. Yeah. Um, Jacksonville, which was last year. Okay, but you've been on a roll, right? How many shows in a row have you won? Uh, well, I won Phoenix, which right. was right before the. Olympia, and I won Shreveport before Jacksonville, and then I won Europa just a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. Three in a row? I Hartford and Jacksonville in two, 2010. What's that? So the, was that three in a row or four in a row? Um, I don't, well, two, other than the Olympia and the Arnold, it was two in a row, I guess. And then this but, weekend uh, will be three. I like the sound of that, Chairman. <laughs> I know, I know. So that means you're on a roll. I think it's pretty safe to say you're on a roll. Now, this brings up a question, okay? They changed the rules for the Olympia, obviously, as you know. It doesn't it doesn't really matter for you because you're you've been qualified for a while since the since they changed the rules. But do you get um because obviously girls have to win now. You have to win a show to qualify for the Olympia, unless we're talking about the Arnold or the uh, the 
the actual Olympia. If you get six top six at the Olympia, I think it's a uh, top five. I believe at the Arnold, you qual- requalify or you qualify for the Olympia anyway. And I think the Shrew Classic is the top three. But um, otherwise, you have to win a show. Now you've been winning a bunch of shows. Have you heard anything from any other girls that are like pissed that they feel like you're taking all the opportunities for them? I haven't heard anything. <laughs> you say that like you're worried. I, I haven't heard no. anything either. I haven't heard anything either. Don't worry. I'm just curious. Yeah. No, I haven't heard anything. Does that does do you ever does that ever play into your mind? I know you like. Uh, I know you well enough to like. Did you think about that at all, or you don't? You don't care. No, I do sometimes, but don't they? I heard they changed it to like the point system. Also, yeah, now it's the point system, right? So the right. top five girls who are not who have not won a show have the opportunity to. Um, to go ahead and uh, make it to qualify for the Olympia, which does, that definitely does help uh, because there's a lot of girls. The thing is with figure, there are a lot of shows and so there are going to be a lot of winners anyway. Um, so those top five girls, I guess if you're not in that top five, you probably don't have any business uh, being at the Olympia anyway. Right. Um, I suppose, you know what I mean? I guess you, you probably, it, there's less pressure for the girls and a lot of the girls do compete a lot, not just you. There are a lot of girls that compete a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what is the uh, what is the goal for you, Candice, for the Olympia this year? I know you are big on to, and goals and stuff like that. So, what's the goal? Okay, straight up, straight number up. one. <laughs> so, first place this year. Uh, people why don't. Not? Of course, why not? People don't realize why not? this. Why not? People don't realize this about about Candice Keen is that every year you do a uh, a poster. What do you call it? A a vision board. A vision board. So yeah. last year, the vision board said to be top three at the Olympia, right? Uh, yes. And before that, it was like top ten, wasn't it? Yes. So when you start go about doing one of these vision boards, explain what that means. What, what does that encompass? At the beginning of the year, or when do you do the vision board for the next year? Um, actually, I do, I do a couple throughout. Just whenever I get like a spark of, you know just a spark of motivation. I'll like just open up some of the magazines. Like I keep a lot of magazines and then I'll just flip through them. And then I just randomly just cut out whatever pops into my head, you know, catches my eye or whatever. And I actually keep a lot of clippings in a big shoe box and then, and then some poster boards over there. So whenever I just get an urge to, you know, urge and motivation, then I'll just start making a vision board. And then ideas just come out of my head and then I'll just, you know, Make it how, how important do you think this stuff has been for you and your life and competing and stuff? How big a role do you think that that has played, or how much has it helped? Making vision boards? Yeah, just the goal setting that you do. I think it plays a huge role because it puts, if you put something like, I guess like if you write something on paper, if you put like pictures or whatever on something where you can see all the time and you just like, I guess, put it out there, then you're you know, it's just, it's, you're putting it out there. So, I mean, it's kind of like, that's the first step in getting it done and achieving it. I think it plays a huge role. What is the coolest thing that has happened to you since you started competing, not including winning contests and stuff? I'm not talking about like winning money or getting, you know, uh, third and shrew or any of these type of things. I'm talking about just other stuff that went along with it. What's the coolest thing that, that has happened to you? Um, well, Finding more of me, you know, in growing as a person and, um, of, you know, the challenges that I face and, you know, meeting new people and just 
having building new memories and new experiences it, this whole journey is it's really cool did you ever think before you started, before you met, Jamie Iboni is your trainer and uh, has been through this whole process with you from the very beginning. When when you first decided to compete and he told you that he thought you would do well, and um, did you ever in a million years imagine you'd, you'd have all these opportunities that you've had, like go to India and get to see never. all the things? And, never. Never. Uh-uh, cause when I first did my first show, I approached him and I told him I wanted to do a show and he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, why not? Because I just wanted a goal. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was seven weeks out, so we just were, were going to do a local show. But it, it was a national qualifier, and I took that overall. And so we decided to do nationals two weeks later, and then uh, I won my class there. And then it's been like a nonstop ride ever since. And I found my passion, and I love it, and I think it's loads of fun. Um. One of the neatest things that happens to me uh, from doing this is I get people who uh, at shows or email me and stuff and say like that something that I wrote or something that I said affected their life somehow. Like, uh, you know, whether it be uh, something, um, you know, a radio show that I said something or whatever. And someone will come up and be like, man, I'm really a fan of this or that. And whatever you'd said or wrote made a difference somehow. Do you ever get any people like that? And how does that affect you? I do, and it makes me feel really good, too. Like, it makes you feel, you know, like, wow, that's really cool. It gives me goosebumps, too. And um, I actually was in this local, like, Chamberlain market, actually before the Europa, mm-hmm. and the lady that, or the girl that worked there, um, we were talking, and then she realized who I was, and she's like, oh, wait a second, you're on, and she made a vision board, too, and she's like, you're on my vision board. I was like, uh-huh. oh, they're just really cool. Like, it's a cool feeling. Do you get them? Um, have you started getting them? I mean, you've been on a bunch of magazine covers now. You've been, uh, you're starting to get more and more well known. Do you get people um, more regularly? I mean, have you noticed an increase in like regular people who know who you are or, uh, you know, come up and say, hey, are you Candace Keen or something like that? Um, yeah, actually, my gym, people are coming up to me more. <laughs> but uh, the other day, actually, this, this lady, she was visiting Orlando and she like, ran up to me and she's like oh my god you know one of those and then she's like you're my idol and I was like oh that's just really cool yeah it is, it is really cool yeah um since you found you say you found your passion and everything like that what do you I mean I know the pro cakes thing but where do you foresee yourself um in 10 years you know are you still going to be in the fitness industry I think so. That's I, I see myself still in the fitness industry, on, you know, more on the business side. Mm-hmm. Um, pro cakes, and then I, I want to, you know, come up with some other stuff, and maybe even, you know, come up with like a little nutrition line, maybe down the road. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How about Orlando? Will you will you stay in Orlando indefinitely? I know your mom is there, and you're very close with your mom. Um, mm-hmm. Will you? Is Orlando going to be home forever for you, or do you have your uh, like? Have you I, thought about other places? Well, I grew up in Arizona, so that's where I was raised. Right. Um, but my dad, my brother, most of my family's out there, and my mom's probably going to go out there um, probably in a few years because my brother just had a daughter. So um, I'll probably end up going back there sometime. It back to Arizona. Yeah, but probably not for a while, but eventually. You have, uh, your your brother Harvey had a little girl, uh, your yeah. your niece. 
Tell me about how that that experience of having a uh, a niece, how that has affected you. It's pretty cool. Like her birthday is actually the day of the New York Pro. She'll be one. Wow! But um, I know time flies, huh? I know. Unbelievable. But yeah, she's. I saw her when she was like six months, I think. Uh, but it's just it's just cool, you know. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Do you want kids yourself one day? One day, but not, I'm not in any rush. You're not in any rush. You're, are you 30 yet? I just turned 30. Okay, let's talk about guys for a minute here. You know I'm gonna, I have to go there since we're, we're talking about this. Candace okay. Keene, the figure sensation, obviously we've seen, everybody's seen your pictures, beautiful girl, very successful now. What is the what is the plan? Is there a plan at all for meeting a nice young man? Um, as of now, and you know this, the past couple of years, I just that's not where my head is. I kind of am just focused, like you know, I was focused to school, competing, but that's my mindset still. But you never know. So there's there's no no men currently in the life of Candace Keen. No. What 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 are you? If there's a, probably a lot of guys out there listening who would be who would be potentially interested. What kind of guy could could possibly land Candace Keen at some point in the future? I think it's all about chemistry, really. You know. Yeah. I don't know. It just depends. Like, you know, you have to get along. You have to just kind of. You guys just have to have chemistry. That's how I see it. What's the most important thing? Looks, uh, money, intelligence, sense of humor. What is the What is the key? I think you have to have. Our guy has to have a balance of everything. You have to have a balance of everything. Yeah. So none of those none of those is more important than the other. They just all are equal. No. Yeah. I think a, a, a well balanced, um, well balanced man is a good man. Does a guy have to be into working out, like a bodybuilder or something like that, or it doesn't matter? Um, not like, doesn't have to be like a bodybuilder, but, you know, not like fat or anything. (laughs) No, not like a, you know, has to take care of himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I can understand that. Has to take care of himself and, but yeah, he doesn't have to like be big or whatever. Um, you, you and your mom are very close. Right. Uh, You're like best buds, right? Yeah. How, um. She seems to be, I got to tell you, she seems to be so into you competing and everything like that. Oh, my gosh, yeah. She's, She's like, very supportive. Yes, very, very, very supportive. How big a deal do you think that is? Like, I, I mean, a lot of people that I talk to, um, I don't want to say regularly, because, uh, I, but I get a lot of emails from people that say, like, their girlfriend or their mom or their dad or a uh, significant other, whether it's a, a family or friends or whatever, is not supportive. How big a deal do you think it is that your mom, that you have such a big support system from your family? It's, I think it's a huge deal. Like, you, that's like, I feel like you have to have a really good support system to be, you know, to help, you know, to, because you're going to have those times where you, you know, are just like, you know, you have those days where you just have really bad days and you need that support system to, for them to kind of like lift you up and kind of, you know, just help you out and give that love and I don't know. My mom's been supportive since day one. Your brother too. Harvey is actually competing oh, yeah. himself now. Yeah, he's done I think two shows and he's doing his third in July. I think I'm going to go out there for that too. 
That's exciting. He's uh, yeah. he's got. I know he was really even into it beforehand. It's just that yeah. I guess him seeing you do so well made him want to do it too, huh? Yeah, yeah. Tell tell me about tell us about what a really bad day, a really hard day for Candace Keen is like. What does that mean? Just when I just don't feel like I have enough oomph to get all my stuff done. You know, when you just have like an unproductive day, mm-hmm. I just feel like, ah. But sometimes you have to kind of step back and say, okay, sometimes you need some of those days because you can't, I try to tell myself you can't be a Wonder Woman all the time. Yeah, so. that's true. One of the things that um a lot of girls, that happens to a lot of girls, I know it's happened to you before in the past, is after a contest, you're able to eat whatever you want, Right. You probably yeah. know where I'm going with this. So you're able uh-huh. to eat wherever you want, whatever you want. And sometimes I know you love the structure and stuff of dieting and getting ready for a show. When you do that, I know that in the past, not so much recently, but you've let, let, ate too much and got too uh-huh. too heavy that you have to like kill yourself to get back in shape. What is, I know you've learned from these this, this happening. What is the key for girls out there listening or guys that this seems to happen to a lot? Well, um, okay. Even after Europa, I kind of, you know, enjoyed, you know, four days of carbs, whatever. And, you know, you're going to, your body's going to rebound from that, from the carbs and the water. So you're going to gain some weight and you're, you're going to feel, quote, fat or whatever. So you don't want to keep eating more and then you're going to have those cravings. But you have to kind of stop it after like day three or four, start drinking like two gallons of water and just drop your carbs back to where it was the week of the show. And then like within two days, three days, I was already back down to what I was and your cravings go away and just, that's what I found helps. Hmm. Just uh, like three or four days of like, you know, eating what you want and then just bam, go back down to low carbs for a few days and then start, start fresh the next week. Let's talk about the New York pro. This is um, okay. the, the biggest show of the year so far. Um, the list, I think there's like 30 girls in figure, I believe. Um, yeah. There's, I think there's 30 girls in women's physique. I know Bikini's okay. got some, I think 25. This is a big uh, show. Everybody's coming out to support Steve's show. Unfortunately, I'll be at Junior USA's um, uh, in Charleston, which is, you know, I say unfortunately because uh, I'm missing uh, you and a lot of other friends of mine competing. A lot of debuts uh, also from uh, some friends of mine, you know, like uh, Juan Morrell and Steve Kuklo okay. and a bunch of other, uh, John De La Rosa, a bunch of people are making their debuts. This is the biggest show of the year. Do you feel any more pressure than usual? Or, I mean, how, how, does this, um, how does this come play for you? I mean, do you look at the list of all the girls and start trying to figure out how no, it's going to go? No, I haven't looked at the list yet because I, I, that's what I've learned. I just don't really pay attention to the list anymore. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't go out of my way to see who's competing because I find that when you, once you start thinking about who else is competing, your energy is going towards, away from you, I mean yourself, mm-hmm. which, you know, you have to focus on yourself for the show, but I don't know, I haven't really felt any pressure, I'm just kind of, I'm not, I'm feeling really good right now, so. What is going to be the difference? What's the difference between Orlando, which you which you also won, uh, and now this, this will be what, um, one, two, this will be three weeks later in New York, so what will be the difference we'll see in the package you brought in Orlando compared to what we're going to see um, in New York? Um, I guess uh, more like the Arnold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In other uh, words, uh, the Arnold was your best, is what you're saying. I mean, I know that, but people might not know it. Yeah. That was your best look. Uh-huh. How many people after the Arnold 
other than me, I know I told you this, but other than me told you that they that they thought you should have won? Um, how many people? I know you don't know exactly how many, but was it was that overwhelming, or was that just me and you know a few other people? I know, you know, when you hear from me and and Jamie and stuff like that, and your mom probably, you know, you can't take that too seriously. But if you hear from an overwhelming amount of people, you know, maybe there's something to it. I heard it from a a very. I heard it from a lot of people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't even know. Like, yeah. Um, and how does how does that make you feel? I mean, does some people get pissed? Like um, I've had, um, you know, maybe more bodybuilders than figure girls or anything, or girls in general. But I know a lot of bodybuilders. A lot of times, I talk to them and they get like really angry hearing that almost because they're like, well, you know, it's it's shitty because that it didn't happen. Does it make you feel like happy to hear that or unhappy to hear that? Um, I actually wasn't like pissed. I actually it was kind of cool, like you know, that I got that recognition. That's what I thought. Because you I moved up, right? Like, I mean, you moved up. Yeah. It's not like you 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 got uh, eighth and people are telling you you won. You got third, which is an improvement. So you're still moving in the right direction. Right. Exactly. What do you um? What advice would you give to girls that are just getting into figure uh, or competing in general, and uh, and they're they're making a go of it, or you can even even pro girls that are just getting into uh, the pro division. Um. Just get your goals clear. Um. Stay focused and. You know, keep that drive up, and it's okay to have an off day, but just, you know, just keep pushing and just never give up, and just just keep that goal at the very end, you know, so we can see it, and just shoot for it, and it's not, and it's dreaming big, there's never, that there's no such thing as dreaming big, because you can always, there's, not, there's no such thing as dreaming too big, because... Yeah. I agree. I definitely, I definitely agree with that. So, um, we're about to end, but I do want to, I do want to ask a little bit about Jamie Iboni. You know, he's obviously played a big role for you. A lot of girls out there, um, have a coach, you know, and, um, sometimes when you get a coach, uh, some coaches, let's put it to you this way, uh, you see very rarely, or you work over the internet with, and, and the, sometimes they don't have a very close relationship. You and Jamie are, are almost the opposite. You know, you see him regularly. I believe you, you know he works at the gym that you go work at, work out at every day. How big a role uh, has he played in your success? Huge, because I mean, we—he was training as a regular client before I started competing, and we were really good friends, like before this whole journey started. And um, you know, and I went through some rough times before I started competing and he's just always been there for me you know supported me and then he's been my mentor this whole journey of figures so it's just it's been a huge impact in in this whole process Um, when you say that is is, you know is that uh, mentally or or just uh, you know physically with getting you in shape I mean was he the one who told you should compete or did you um, did you ask him about it no I actually approached him telling him, hey, I want to do a show. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> did he think that it would be, I mean, did he know you would be as good as you ended up being? I mean, did he have an I obviously he, you never can know 100%, but did he have an inkling that you were going to be really good at this? Um, I think once I, uh, the day of, you know, the, the, the day of my first show, mm. I, I remember him saying, he's like, once I saw you on stage, that was it. I knew it was over. Like, mm. it's just my structure. You know, and I get that from my mom. Yeah, your mom actually. People haven't who haven't seen your mom or met your mom. I know Darielle met your mom recently. Yeah, 
and mm-hmm. uh, and, she, and I told her that was your mom, and she's like, "Whoa, you know," because I guess she did. Your mom looks young, and your mom yeah. your mom also acts very young. So, yeah. <laughs> it, the combination yeah, yeah. of the two, she was very surprised that that, that was your mom. Uh, and then she's like, "That's your mom." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I yeah. get that a lot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She she was very surprised, and uh, your mom your mom has a very uh, young at heart type of uh, attitude for sure. Yeah, totally. Actually, she probably acts younger than you do. Yes, sometimes I feel like I'm the mom and she's a teenager, and I'm like, oh, but oh, cool. <laughs> mom, behave yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I love her though. Yeah, she's great. She, Darielle was very surprised, but yeah. Um, you you one more thing. We're gonna tell one more thing about Candace King. Probably people don't know. You have you and your mom have a lot of little dogs. What's up with the little oh. dogs? Oh, you just brought that up. Um, well, she we have four. Well, we have a couple Chihuahuas. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, well, we had four, but unfortunately, it was a few days before the Europa. Uh, one of them passed away, mm. so so now we have three. What's one? Nikki, did you, you know the small, small one? Yeah, 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 the tiny, tiny one. Yeah, yeah, yeah the tiny, tiny. She was like two pounds. How? So yeah, we just like two hours. <laughs> you guys love them. You, you, you. Uh, I actually thought you had even more than that. Didn't you have some visiting at some point, or you had like a oh my six gosh, or yes. seven? Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> my mom's uh, best friend, she is a chihuahua breeder, but mm. so sometimes we would bring them over and uh, babysit them. Uh yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> It's not a good thing. <laughs> they're 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 li- they're little tiny dogs, but they bark a lot. Like, yeah, every time. Yeah, they're like little yappers. You sound like yeah, shush. When you when uh, one day uh, when you get your own dogs, one day will you stick with the Chihuahuas? Do you love them that much? Well, I have one. One of them is mine. Yeah. So I'll have her. But no, I've always been like a bigger dog kind of girl. So I'll probably get bigger dogs. I get another one. Well, Candace, I'm going to let you go. Thank you. This is uh, one of our longer interviews. I thought we would do yeah. something. We would do give a little profile of Candace Keene instead of just have you come on and be like, yeah, I'm going to do the New York Pro and I'm going to win and everything. So uh, that that's my prediction, by the way. I'm pretty I'm confident that uh, you're going to come out on top. The, the, I, I don't know. Should I tell you the big names that are doing the show with you or you don't even want to know? I think I have an idea, but I mean, eh. I mean, Ava. Ava's the one that you, that you, that has been uh, of all the girls out there. You and Ava have switched places a little bit. You passed her by at the um, at the Shrew Classic last year, and mm-hmm. uh, since then, obviously, she hasn't uh, been able to get by you again. But other than her, that is that. I guess that's your uh, your main competition at this show because she would be if you're number three, she'd be number four. So all right. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. Unfortunately, I won't be there, but I will be following the play-by-play on RX Muscle uh, while I'm actually doing the other play-by-play for uh, <laughs> Junior USA's. So uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing some, the pictures and hopefully you winning again. Cool. Thanks, And no problem, Keen. Any last words? Um, believe in the cheese, people. There you go. If Candace can do it. And, and I can do it. Anybody can do it, right? Exactly. All right, Candace Keen, thank you very much for coming on Access Bodybuilding. It was a pleasure as always. Thank you for having me.